so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Uh, a bit of a new lineup today. Welcome to the Marseille View first. Uh, introducing a new lineup. Uh, Julien and uh, Charles tonight only. Uh, how are good you, evening, Charles? everyone. I'm good, thank you. Thank you for hosting us tonight. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So uh, according to the last news, uh, last time we heard about Ben, he had maybe permanently moved uh, to Iceland. Uh, apparently he was so shocked by the results and the current firm of OM that he decided to, you know, to, to go for a retreat uh, in Iceland as far away as he could from Marseille. And, uh, you know, so that's why he's not, uh, he's not with us tonight. Or maybe because there's earthquakes and potentially volcano eruption. Yeah, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's, that, that that's his luck. But And he's going to tell Alex he's a black cat. Alex is a yeah, black cat. Well, actually, yeah, exactly. Apparently, exactly. Ben is a black cat. <laughs> Even when he chooses his holiday destinations. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, um, it's good to have a bit of humor because, um, well, anyway, it's, it, all this is only football for a start, but also um, things are not going well at OM. That's the least, the least we can say. Um, so tonight for the for the program, uh, we're gonna go through the um, the debriefing of of the last three games. Uh, so we we went to uh, to Lille. No, we hosted Lille. Then we we traveled to Aik in in Greece. Uh, then we uh, then we were host of Lens. Um, and also, like in other news, a few days ago, I think two days ago, uh, our um, our president Pablo Longoria gave an interview uh, to the French uh, to the French radio uh, RMC quite long interview where where he explained lots of things and you know uh, so we're gonna go through that um uh you know we can be we can be optimistic or uh or or, or critical about uh, about what he's gonna say or what he said but anyway it's, it's, it's kind of interesting you know try to to to, to decrypt or, or or in interpret his um his words so we're gonna talk a bit about that And uh, yeah, and then we're gonna have like a, a bit of a, a, a free flow discussion, a bit like projections around, you know, the end of the year and the end of the season, and maybe a bit about the winter mercato and things like that. So that's the program for like for today. Plan. Yeah, sounds like a plan. She thinks to Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> It's been so painful to watch OM's game lately that um, I think it demands a bit of uh, a little bit of um, of extra motivation to to organize this podcast. Um, Anyways, uh, let's let's start uh, about uh, OM versus Lille. So it was on the 4th of November, uh, day 11 of the French Ligue 1. And uh, the game ended up in a glorious 0-0. Uh, um, I think you, you said, Carla, that, that you didn't watch the game. But uh, honestly, yeah. you didn't. Uh, yeah, 
Honestly, you didn't miss much. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Given the XG, yeah. I mean, 0.8 for Marseille, 0.3. Uh, barely any shots, just one big opportunities for Harry just before halftime. But that's pretty much it. I mean, the best chance for a lead was a hit air, um, like 0.10 XG. So unlikely to get a goal. And something for us, apart from Harry, big opportunity just before halftime. It's pretty much nothing has been created. So, uh, yeah, boring game, so I'm glad I missed this one. Yeah, 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 you didn't miss much. Um, you you said only 0.3 for Lille? Yeah, according okay, to so uh, I... FBRF, 0.8 Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't realize it was that that little. And that's in a way <laughs> interesting because um, while I was watching the game, I had this feeling that they were almost better than us, at least in terms of possession. Not that I think a bit, that I remember a bit. In terms of possession and et cetera, but um, of course, I thought they were not creating uh, almost anything like uh, like us. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. I, I didn't. Uh, uh, you're right. I, I mean, we were, um, position was quite balanced. 54 for Lille, 46 for us. But that more shots than us. Uh, 10 shots. We only had eight shots. But they only targeted one. So I yeah, don't know if because yeah, our defense was in good position. I know Gattuso. And like Longer said in his interview, we need to get consistency or consistency mm-hmm. or getting stronger. Um, so I don't know if it's, the team has done a lot of block and tackles. I mean, I just look at the blocks now. We block 13 shots uh, and Condobert block four shots. So it looks like our defense was in good position. Uh, or they failed to get into right or they failed to get into the right positions. Um, but yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. It looks very yeah. exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like, like it, I mean, it's true that 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 a, f- a few games back, um, let's say at the very early days of uh, of uh, Gattuso, and also because of the of how disorganized defensively we, we were, um, like uh, during the the end of of Marcelino, you know, during the the short uh, takeover of um, what was his name? I don't remember his name, but uh, or caretaker. Oh. Uh, about another puncher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we, you know, we conceded during this phase so much goals. Also because we played good teams, but we conceded so much goals. So uh, it feels like you know the the big part of the work uh, of the reorganization uh, from you know has been to to reorganize to reorganize us defensively, mm-hmm. and in a way we succeeded because uh, for example the last three we conceded only one goal. And yeah, we look on, we know we look more uh, you know more solid defensively than than what we used to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I, and I don't know if it's uh, linked these, these two things are linked or or is it just um, you know like uh, not a full consequence but just a fact. Like, uh, but at the same time, extremely hard for us to create anything. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, extremely a lot of mistakes uh you know and a lot of things like a lack of confidence obviously um and you know lots of lots of uh you know lots of problems anyway so uh this so om lil yeah zero zero other things to to mention uh terrible at, at some point during maybe the first around minute 20 or something terrible uh delivery from uh from paul lopez who who like kicks the ball right in front of, towards the midfield, and w- while he's way too too advanced on the pitch, 
and the ball is picked by uh, by I think um, the the little guy the Yakitsi and yeah uh, Yakitsi yeah. Yeah, and uh, he tries his luck sh- great shot hits the bar and Paul Lopez is very oh, happy yeah. to, to pick I it remember up. that yeah. that opportunity was so weird because little so Paul Lopez otherwise is going forward. And he's waiting for the lead striker to come and press him. So he frees up either Mamba or who was playing that night. It would looks like he was that was and, 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 and Gigo. Yeah. And, and then he made and then Ronger was waiting for the ball and Ronger missed his first touch, got under pressure, yeah. losing the ball. And what I was most surprised is Memba and Gigo, instead of immediately running towards uh Yizazi, they're going backwards. That yeah, was yeah. so weird. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know that Lopez is not going to come back in time to save the goal to, pre- to prevent from the from the lob being scored. Why are you just running backward? That doesn't make any sense. And obviously we're going to talk about Ronger uh, on that opportunity. Like his first touch is really poor. Um, he should have yeah, yeah. The, it's, the information it's before turning. Poor, but the the pass like, is was, uh, so cool. It's so a brain weird. fart. You know, it's a terrible idea. Like so. And that's why I guess I have a low xG. I, I can see now they have a low xG on that opportunity. Uh, 0.02. Yeah, it was coming on, from only the opportunity for me. It's almost more than 0.3. But yeah, uh, of course, it's of the, uh, it's from a very long distance. It's from a good 35, 40 meters. So, yeah, so I yeah, guess o- that, often yeah. the, the, this kind of shots are, are not on target, but uh, but still, like it was wide open. So um, yeah, yeah. It was uh, very I shocking. Uh, from, from what I can remember, Lodi had a very tough ga- tough game against um, Zerovia, Zegrova. Yeah, Zegrova, I think Zegrova yeah. was pretty much on fire and Lodi really struggled. Yeah, um, yeah. That's also what I could remember from that game as well. I mean, I was not watching very carefully, but I could see a few highlights every time. So I yeah. Zegrova and Zegrova was taking, a, giving a Lodi a hard time. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Other things to mention uh, from us, like uh, Harit maybe was among the best from our teams but uh but once more he had a he had a very good occasion to to score at the almost at the halftime mark and he couldn't yeah it was not a sitter it's not what i would call a sitter but it was a, 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 a you know it was a, a shot he should have scored uh and you know it comes to his problem like uh like finishing is not his um is not uh, one of his friends clearly yeah uh, and it's pity because uh, because uh, he's been one of the rare rare player on, on that night, especially that was you know like creating things and and being d- dangerous with his dribbles through the spaces and creating differences and you know etc. and all that and giving just a, a little spark of uh, of activity and, and 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 creativity. But uh, he has to you know sadly he's not a finisher. I think it was. I think it's going to be a key trend across those three games. Is that obviously the Aubameyang of Vitinha or Sar or India? None of them are capable of carrying the strength and the, the heaviness, the burden of the attack. Uh, Alexis Sanchez was doing pretty much everything by himself last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea was to. Oh, I got a bit of feedback. Um, was to have more. Um, people to support and to kind of divide um, the burden between more players, but none of them have stepped up. And Harit is now the one uh, carrying most of the attack, the creativity, um, but he's not a finisher. 
I mean, we're going to see against Lance something. He's doing his best, but he's not good enough. He's not Alexi. He's not a world-class no. player. No. So we have not, once again, we have, and we're going to go back to the uh, longer interview, but we have not replaced Alexi and all the players, I suppose, all together. I mean, let's say like Alexi was contributing, like, I don't know, 0.8, 0.5 XG, you expected assists per game. Why yourself mm-hmm. having one guy, you have five guys contributing 0.1. Well, none of them are doing this. And more importantly, not expected goal, but in terms of actual goal, it's even worse. I mean, in terms of XG we created that season and the number of goals we have already scored is pretty appealing. And Harry mm. and Aubameyang are the one leading that. I mean, Aubameyang and already should have scored four more goals and for Harry it's 1.5. And we miss those goals. So, uh, yep, not great. Not great. No, 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 no. Yep. So well, this game ended up uh, in a in a nil-nil draw. Um, uh, maybe something we need to add on this is yeah. we have lost Rongier at the end of the game. He played yeah. with a broken is it broken knee meniscus? Yeah, it's quite serious. It's he, he I know he was uh, he had an an intervention like a medical intervention uh, a few days ago. Yeah. In Germany, I think. Was it in Europe? Remember well. I remember well. Like especially the same one that got that uh, treated uh, Harit. Okay, yeah. And uh, no, they were talking about him like starting to come back, I think in a good three months. Yeah, end of Feb apparently. So that's already end of February. And basically, you know, like uh, if we can't at least one more month to be back in real, you know, top level shape at this level, that's almost end of the season. So I... We'll be lucky. I don't know. In my opinion, we start. We'll be lucky if we have seen in a good form in uh, for uh, for uh, April and, and May for the end of the season, basically. If we have something to play. <laughs> but that's if how... we have anything to play for, yeah, yeah. That's another. <laughs> that's another question. Well, at least rele- relegation, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, let's not talk about that. Um, so could, let's so move on to the second just, game. Sorry. Just to finish on Rongier, I got a quick start. Um, yeah. So we are averaging 1.82, what they call on FBRF, through balls per game, uh-huh. which is not a lot if you think about it. So who's leading uh, the through ball stats for us this season? Rongier. Yeah, 0.84. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. it's followed by Harit, Unai, and uh, Veretu, and Korea, funny enough. Um, yeah. So it's funny, like, I mean, I see like a few bad tech on Rongier after the game. He's not good enough. He always makes side passes. Um, I think Rongier is a very good player. Last season with Tudor, he was not asked to make those passes. He was just asked to... I mean, we were playing, you know, this 3-2 and pretty much everything going on the wing. So his job was really to protect and stop the counter-attacking. So his job mm-hmm. was purely defensive and he was doing very well. Mostly, but yeah, this, yeah. this season with Marcelino and, and Gattuso, he has to take it from our answer to their position uh, third. And he has delivered on that, um, like the stat is highlighting. So it's really a shame we we lost him. But contrary to last season, I think the positive to that is like, it's not like we can't replace it between very two potential United, but more importantly, Conduct Bear, which looks like hopefully is injury prone, but hopefully he's going to stay fit at least for end of February. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have ammunition there. 
we are not left without any player. Yeah. Yeah. And quality with Kondogbia, if you think about it. I'm not sure there's a drop in quality between Rongier and Kondogbia, but the opposite. So. No, in theory, not for, for this role. Not. But let's say that with Rongier, we... We know we are lacking our, uh, you know, our Swiss knife. We are we yeah. we're gonna miss our our most versatile player. So it's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, but it will also all depends of of the you know like do we manage to find a, a good finally to find a good eleven or a good you know fourteen fifteen group of at least fourteen fifteen players and and see where 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 can go up. Honestly, at the level we are right now, at least result wise. Uh, the question is more than just lacking of one player. I mean, ex- ex- except if you talk about Alexis, but that's already last mm. season. Yeah. You know, we 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 cannot talk about that anymore. I mean, we can, but it's not gonna you know it's not gonna help us. So, you know, I almost start. I almost think that that yeah, it's very good. Uh, it's very good. Uh, one more hit for us to lose Rongier in, under these circumstances. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand. Anyway, if the team, you know, like gets back to anything, it's not, it's not going to be because of one player. It's going to be a collective effort, and it's going to be the collective finds find something. So, you know, at, at this point, uh, I'm ready to see anything new. But um, you know, let's see, let's see. Cool. Um, yeah, just try to move on to the to the next game and extra because uh, after the after after we we reviewed the game we can uh, we can talk more about uh, for example Longozara interview and also about about you know like projections and etc. But let let's go through the games for the um, for the listeners who didn't watch them also. So second game, uh, we went to our brothers in arms uh, of uh, in Greece in uh, Aik. Uh, victory two 0 victory there for us. Um, what did you think about the game, uh, Charles? Um, it's quite, I mean, they had to win. We had to win because after we knew we have to play Brighton, they have to play Brighton. Um, so it was quite an um, action-packed game. We started mm-hmm. very well. Uh, we had big chances. We scored the first goal on, um, on a corner delivered by our, uh, my Ballon d'Azur, Jonathan Close. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jojo. <laughs> yeah, uh, played very well the first 30 minutes, and once again, I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know if it was a tactical instruction from Gattuso, but we're starting dropping, we're mm-hmm. um, starting defending with a low block, and the second half was, if you're a Marseille fan, was just yeah. super long. Feel like two days game, and I'm just looking once again at the debrief of the game. 51 shot for Aoka, 10, 55 shot for Aoka, 56 shot for Aoka. Uh, then you have a quick shot by Vitinha, then 69 Aoka, 71. And then at the end, the last corner, they hit the, they hit the ball with very to set the ball on the line. It was just horrible to to watch. And then we scored on the counter-attack at the end, uh, Sar, which was great. Uh, but like the whole second half, we play in our own box with an absolute failure to counter-attack and be dangerous. Mm. Um, Paul Lopez yeah. looks like to step up finally. He looks like his confidence is slightly improving. He has made some great saves. But once again, I mean, you we are getting Gattuso to get a boost of confidence, a bit of a different football, maybe too passive for Marcelino trying to be more active. We just got it for 20, 25 minutes and then we back to where we were when Marcelino was there, like low block, 
we don't know how to counter attack. We are mm. concerning a lot of shots, meaning we are not well to protect our own block. So result wise, great. We are top of the league of our group. Uh, we mm-hmm. took the games to play with Ajax not doing well. So it's great result wise, but I'd, I mean, now Gattuso is here for six weeks. <clears throat> there is yeah. very little sign of, of improvement in that game with the confirmation like we have, we have not really improved from what from where we are a few, few weeks ago. So quite worrying yeah. despite the result. That's, that was my take on the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, globally, six points for us uh, versus Ike. Yeah, that's great. And honestly, we are so so we clearly are lacking also a bit of luck in in the league in Ligue 1 uh, globally. Uh, and we, we did I still think we did lack also against uh, Panathinaikos like to qualify. Mm-hmm. But so far in the in the Europa League, it's uh, it's a bit more on on our side. Yeah. And uh, six points six points is is like well paid for us. Like definitely yeah. well paid. I don't know why. Like uh, I don't know if it's a very bright idea, but somehow I I it, it, I connected uh, or this performance with uh, I don't know why. Like with the Karabag game we had <laughs> yeah, two years true. ago away. Yeah. You know, like uh, we 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 were supposed to be superior to them, and they gave us a really hard time. So in the end, it was different because uh, Karabag were a lower, low, still a lower level than Ike and. Um, and you know, like um, in the end, like we scored many goals there, etc. But like it was a bit, it was I don't know something a bit similar. Like we got like very flattering result uh, in the end against a worthy opponent that you would first, uh, you know, could some people could have like a bit, you know, underestimated before. And um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, also the good thing from the only good positive from this game, the positive from this game was. Clearly, you can see maybe some players starting to get boosting confidence and starting to get back into where they're supposed to be. Mbemba had a great game. Lopez, you're starting to get the leadership of Kondobé. I think that was the first time he was captain because obviously Ronger was injured. Veretout mm-hmm. stepping up. But that's pretty much all defensive players. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah. Forward, Harita, Noriball game. Vitinha missed a sitter. I don't know if you remember. Uh, India yeah. is lost. Uh, so it's just Mbemba. Baladi had a good game, but classic Baladi. I mean, you know he's going to make a mistake at the end. Um, Close had a good game, but just like it's not good enough. It means like you can potentially be good at defending, but offensively so poor. And I don't see an improvement. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if you uh, come to. My mind a little bit of trivia. I don't know if you if you listen already to the to the past on ballon. Uh, yeah, I podcast got the stat. I know what you're gonna. You say. got the stat. <laughs> Last time that, uh, that OM was actually uh, uh, so it's a bit early. It's early days to say, especially since we are still have to play Ajax and Brighton away. But uh, uh, for our listeners, last time OM actually won their uh, group in Europe was 2005. Yeah, 2005. So like 18 years ago. Uh, all the rest has been uh, second, Fish, or second or third or fourth. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible stat. Yeah. And that was like shit group stage with what's that? Bucharest. Um, yeah, and maybe uh, Sofia. Sofia, I think. Sofia, yeah, that was a group stage with five teams. I think I believe at that time. Oh yeah, that was weird. Very weird. Uh, very weird version of uh, of European. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, that's, you know, that's just a bit, a bit of trivia, but it's maybe a good thing also to remind to some to some of the support, the most demanding master supporters were <laughs> oh, yeah. always dreaming to see, to, to imagine uh, us as a top, uh, you know, top 20 club in Europe. And well, you know, at least in the last 18 years, it's a bit different story. So let's be realistic about where we actually are, you know, when we want to go some step above. Anyway, what's, uh, no more, no what's more. What's your take on the? Um, <laughs> what's your take on your on the fans? Because obviously that was clearly the highlight of the game. I mean, yeah, you, don't, you don't see that in Europe anywhere. This kind of it was fantastic. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. To get understand, that was pretty amazing to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm. It looked great and fantastic. Uh, uh, tifos and fantastic atmosphere in both uh, both away uh, home and, and away games and. Um, you know, a very like a uh, very brother-like atmosphere everywhere, and uh, lots of good vibes, etc. And it was very much needed, you uh, know, mm. in football in general and in in the world in general at the moment. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it was great. Oh well, you know, I was not there or anything, but um, but it, it looked great. The yeah. uh, from the I, I watched a few clips and some videos, and uh, people uh, people had a great time, and yeah. uh, you know, that's that's important. That's uh, that's what football should be about. You can just stand together you, without hitting each other. So exactly, you don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Of, of course, there is. There is. We talked about that a bit with uh, with Ben in the last pod. So so we're not gonna go through again. Uh, okay. The same subject, but uh, oh, so you didn't listen to our last pod? Bad. <laughs> I was on holidays. Um, All right. Half term. Sorry for that. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, anyway. Uh, and finally, last uh, debrief for now. The so Lance. Lance OM, uh, that one hurt. That one really hurted. Uh, so one one zero win for for Lance. Uh, they scored a goal uh, in the last last minute, I think, uh, mm-hmm. of the before the injury time. Heather on a on, on a corner. Um, Is it time once to again. say something about Badardi? Yeah, they say it. <laughs> He played like Maldini for 89 minutes, and then he's dropping his marking on the on the last corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Is, yeah, class again. Classic delivery from uh, from Balerdi. Yeah. Uh you know, but of course we cannot just blame him for 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 the loss. But um, uh, I don't know. This not much. Like it was a game that was quite, you know. Uh, once again, absolutely not enough quality offensively. Too many errors, technical errors from Lance also. Um, if you remember last year, the uh, we we lost both games, but 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 the level of play against Lance was also mm. different. You know, last year against with 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 Tudor Ball and uh, the the um, it was quite striking to see the the the, the difference. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Way too and boring. So many mistakes. So many. I don't know. I don't know. What do you have in the in the stats departments? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it was to me it was a very te- poor game technically on both teams. I mean, Lance is playing Champions League and the level was not great. Um, we tried to attract to to attract them in own half and play direct ball towards Vitinha or Harit. I guess the original plan was to target Vitinha 
for people to run around him and play the one, two, three with Arid, Sar, and Ndiaye. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, Vitina could not, um, a little bit of echo, um, could not hold the ball. Um, so we quickly changed to plan number two, uh, which was targeting Harit, which, I mean, he missed, he missed the only chance we had, uh, that volley. Uh, that was the only live um, opportunity we have, otherwise it was two uh, set pieces. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty much our only, our only target, our only plan for the whole game was below Paul Lopez, direct ball to Harit, which somehow managed to control it, turn around, and that was a fast forward like action. Um, but like mm. after so many mistakes, <clears throat> once Harit managed to turn around and take the ball forward, mistakes, Vitinha, Sar, uh, and it was, and I, that was the first half. And second half, it was Lopez not being able. Obviously, Lance changed pizza pressing, and and Lopez was not capable of finding guys. Um, Lodi had a very good game, I have to say. Lodi and Korea in the first half, um, but Korea got injured, and then yeah, and then yeah, we can see last minute. So. <clears throat> Still, yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty much my take on the game. Just like we try a different plan. What was the, uh, what were the XG? We were uh, slightly ahead, no? I think. Yeah, one one point one for Lance and one one for us. But one point one coming them is like, I mean, they scored the corner and the value of the corner was uh, zero point twelve. And then obviously at the end you have the Aubameyang uh, missing as well, which was zero point thirty five. It's pretty much both teams barely created one chance during until the very last minute. 0. Uh-huh. 0. 0.35? For Mabiyank, you know the tackle? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a delivery from Harit. And yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he's just not there. He doesn't just, go to just fight. Just adding up to uh, to the huge uh, discrepancy that uh, Aubameyang has right now, considering if you, if you actually uh, compare his... Scored goals to his uh, to his potential XGs is like yeah. what three and a half four three and a half three and a half now three and a half yeah three and a half goals behind that's quite a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> not and that many games it's quite a lot I I don't know about you but to me like I was even more disappointed by the game because the lack of ambition I yeah. mean like you said with Tudor yeah. last season we're going we're like okay they're gonna press us high they're gonna be physical okay we're gonna press them high they're gonna be physical. But like this year, we play like they are the team in Champions League, we are the team in in Europa League. Therefore, we're going to just sit back, defend, and try to play counter-attack. I mean, is it really what we expect from Gattuzzo? Is it why we change manager? It, it was a bit worrying that we had this, he had this approach to that game, I have to say. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm not a you know I'm not a, a coaching specialist by any means or anything like that. So, so but did you, know, you enjoy that game watching Marseille being in that? Oh situation? no 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 not at all not at all. But um, my my analysis of that I don't know like always the same and it's it's a bit the same questions than than under Marcelino. Um, it was also like, do we play like that because of the you know is it what the coach actually demands or is it more result of the fact that the players lack, lack confidence and everyone, even the staff, lack, lack confidence. So we have this unambitious 
plan and and the the result on the pitch is even, is even worse than that you know like I think like all the reasons mix all together. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you put the yeah. probability on the confidence on the tactics aspect of the game, but it's a big mm. mix of everything. I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah, it's it must be a storm in the head. I have to say. Yeah, I think and it's that's also, not really important. Yeah, it's a lot of storming in there, and, and and you know like, uh, apart from a few results, maybe like the Ike results, uh, yeah. everything else. Almost every game, and maybe the Reims game, and maybe the Reims game also early in the season. Almost every other game, or uh, or every um, and even the games that didn't that didn't take place, like like the Lyon game and etc. Like there is so many also like extra incidents and just little things adding, you know, like a little bit more sand in the in the cogs and a little bit more mm. things that can explain and the Rongier injury and you know it's. It's the sort of uh, anyway. It smells like this sort of season when almost nothing goes goes your way, and you know, like 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 we were saying with uh, Ben the last time, like Murphy's low is there, and then <laughs> when you know everything that can go wrong, we we, we, we will go wrong almost. Yeah. So, you know. And the uh, lack of leaders, you know, even lack I of leaders know. also. Definitely. I mean, Memba and Memba a bit, Shiko a bit, but he didn't play that game. Yeah, he did play that game actually. And Memba was on the bench. Which once again, why no, uh, for, for me, uh, for me, uh, Gigo is a soldier, but I don't think he's a leader. Uh, he's brave. He, he's, he's brave, and he's going to do his bit, you know, and he's going to, to sh- a bit show by example, etc. And he's good, but I don't think he's a charismatic leader, and also he cannot be, of course, a technical leader. So, yeah. uh, so you know, to me, he's, he's a leader he's, in a sense, like big game or put off by of playing against worst team. He's gonna always deliver, and especially again, big better team than us. He's gonna be a better player, so he's gonna to try to, to take the team with him. Um, not technical leader, but I feel like man, from a mental point of view, he's trying to take the team up with him, a bit like Harit is trying at the moment or Conduct is trying. Mm-hmm. Although I say all those players, like the other players in the group, they're all mad player, you know. If things go well, they're gonna do well. If things go bad, it's just going to be bad, and. Once again, I try to come yeah. back to that, but the perfect example of that is Aubameyang. Uh, yeah, well, it's a big disappointment uh, because I must say, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to admit I was... Uh, I remember, like, early in the season, we, we had a bit of discussion about him in the pod. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and I was I was more optimistic than you were. And um, and you you explained by, back then that... Um, that also, you know, you were concerned about his lack, you know, the way he can be, you know, if things doesn't go his way, he can lack focus. Which actually, mm-hmm. to be fair, so far on the pitch doesn't exactly show, in my opinion. Well, it's pressing, I, but he doesn't want yeah, to be hurt, you know. I, Just, personally, I think it's more, well, you know, okay, he's three and a half, he's three and a half XG late on his. So, once again, bit of bad luck, a bit of bad result, a bit of bad choices. Uh, for example, the Nice, the Nice occasion where he tries to to chip it, yeah, yeah, weird, you know, half chip, which was obviously not the best the best choice, and this was almost a done goal, and you know, a few other uh, a few other choices. So it's not only bad luck if he's almost four xg behind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a bit of that and lack of confidence, and and you know, even a guy who's um, Who's like what 30, 34 years old and in the top twenty of the 
of the of the best of the most prolific scorers in uh, in activity at the moment in in Europe. Even a guy like that, uh, you know, if he's if he's if he's losing his confidence, yeah. it's uh, it's very hard to to gain it, and especially when all the rest doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, you know. So yeah. Um. Well, I, I lost I lost track a bit there on the, purely on the on the game, but uh, the thing is, these games there is not there is not so much to tell about the games really. Like, uh, like honestly, in three we haven't tried. Exactly. In, in three games, we created probably less than a lot of the games uh, under two door. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Uh, so back to that, but um, yeah, I you mean, know, globally, yeah. like uh, you know, at least it's that that's how it feels. Like sometimes in quite many games, it feels like we could play one more hour. I'm not sure we would score, you know. So yeah. And so, meaning so like that's we where are we are now. at the moment. Uh, yeah, second part where of the do table. We stand in the league, in the table, yeah. Second part of the table, I believe we are two points ahead of Lorient, which is in playoff for relegation. Uh, uh-huh. But we also are three points behind Lens, which is fifth or six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this league is super tight, obviously from the top, apart from the top, which is Nice and Paris Saint Germain. Monaco yeah. is slowly coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, football is a strange thing. Like you would have asked me in May or June, my opinion. I would have said at this time of the season, I would have said Rennes and OM on the podium. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Rennes is uh, one point away from relegation, and we are just one or two points above them. So. So yeah. But, so no. <laughs> we are eleventh. It's between humbling. Mont- I say I know nothing about football. <laughs> we are 11 between Montpellier and Metz. Yeah. Beyond Le Havre, Nantes, uh, but ahead of Lyon. <laughs> yeah, ahead of Lyon and Rennes. Woo, yippee! Uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, it's super tight. I mean, like I said, Lens got uh, how many points do they have? They got 16 points. We got 13 mm. points. Lorient got 11 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, uh, with a bit of luck, like uh, 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 to, uh, against Lens towards the end of the game, we could have been, you know, with with a lot of luck, we could have been the one uh, scoring that goal. And, uh, you yeah, know, that's a whole different story. So the, the league is so tight that it's true. If we manage to, let's, let's say, win three or four goals in a row, uh, three or four games in a row, we can totally be back in the... In the six, you know, in top six, like without a problem. But at this at this point, it seems uh, quite a stretch to to see us win three or four games in a row. So I agree. Yeah. Uh, let yeah. me try to get the chances of relegation. <laughs> uh, where oh that? come on, that's. Uh... <laughs> I I think I'm, we need to to get this down. I mean, okay, keep talking. I'm tracking, trying to find that. I found it last time. Um, I I think I saw it. It's, it's a matter of a few percent. I think it's like I think it was before less than three percent, two 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 three. Percent. It was before the last game. I think um, maybe a bit different now. Uh, yeah, but it cannot be. Let's say realistically, it cannot be more than five percent if it's calculated on also on on the quality so, of the team. So at the but, moment, so season simulation is at the current simulation. Yeah. So our men's probability at 18 
5% is to finish 6th. 17.5 to finish 5th. Okay. 14% to finish 7th. Okay. So pretty much our, I would say, What 50, about 4th? 4th, <laughs> ooh, 13%. 13? Yeah, 1 to 3. Oh, okay, that's not that bad. So the chance is out to, of 7 or something like that? It's yeah, probably bad, to go to Champions but... League is 20% if you include num- uh, third and fourth, so t- uh, 20%. Fourth, yeah. And yeah, probability to finish relegated is 0.2. Yeah. Uh, so I would say there's still the main probability to finish between four, four and eight. So it's still a lot to play, I have to say. Uh, but it's just yeah. momentum doesn't look good at all. No, no, no. Um, no. No. So yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. Do you want to move to our next topic? Like, um, yeah, let's do it. Let's the, get to... the Longoria's uh, interview. Let's dream. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, so like the context is what is uh two days ago, I think two three days ago. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Longoria gave quite a a lengthy uh, uh interview to um to Flo Germain. Mr. Germain, yeah, Flo Germain, the, the globally globally quite respectable, uh, you know, correspondent for uh, RMC uh, in Marseille, I think. Quite a good journalist to me. Guys try to be, you know, try to be quite fair and try to be, um, uh, you know, he's a, I think he's a good ear, a good mix between the direction and between the supporters and between, you know, he's... I, I can't, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's, uh, he's he's doing a good job. So uh, so I don't know him personally or anything, but uh, I respect his work. So yeah, Flo Germain, uh, quite a good interview. I mean, Flo Flo Germain was good in the sense that he asked he asked questions and he knew how to uh, you know how to make Pablo talk and how to put him in, maybe eventually in front of 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 so his lack of uh, clarity or his lack of. Uh, um what 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 did you globally think or what what can we tell uh, about this interview yeah i think the, i mean that's a very long interview you can almost like break it down into different parts so the first questions are very interesting because it's about like how do you expect i mean how do you explain we are in this current situation if you look at the recent result and longoria i mean i'll i'll get your take on that but longoria is like He's made it very clear it's not because of what happened in September that the team is having poor results. He's kind of a saying, I've made mistake. I has underestimated the transition from Tudor to Marcelino football, expecting the players to be quicker. Also, he made changes to adapt to Marcelino football. Um, it was, he reckoned it was too much of a stretch. He has not analyzed um, what happened at Kivo. Sorry, Elas Veron when Tudor left. Um, yeah, yeah. The impact he had, so he didn't really, he clearly underestimated that. Which is, um, you know, like the global, the the, the global uh, admitting of that is at the same time quite honest from him, and also it's it's a lot. Like it, it's also it's admitting that he, you know, it's close to a to a professional mistake. Yeah, that's why he's coming with more questions. Like, why have you done that? Why have you changed a manager with a different philosophy? Um, why you're not trying to get into, and which to me is the most shocking answer to that to that interview. He's saying, I don't have a game philosophy because I'm not a coach. I'm not a manager. Yeah. 
And like yeah. a few months ago, you were talking about Marseille is passion, is rock and roll. And now mm. you're talking about like, oh, what you expect from a team in terms of philosophy is to be solid. Yeah, because if you want to win title, you need to be solid. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, and so my, my my own take on this part, and then it goes it goes into the changes which are happening. It's going with relationship with my, with my court. It's going relationship with the fan. But I'm more interested by the football side of this. Mm-hmm. And to me, like the anti, sorry to come back to that, but the anti result last year was a shocker. I think absolutely they saw themselves winning a trophy for the first time, and they failed. And from that moment, they drew the conclusion like, we can't win this way. We even if the, we need to win something, we can't just we're gonna stop pleasing the supporters by having a great football on the pitch, by being entertaining, because we're not going to win any trophy. If we need to win a trophy, we need to change the philosophy and being solid, and having a manager like Marcelinho. So to me, it's like. Now mm, coming back to the proper word. I'm not even sure exactly of that, to be fair. Which is consistency. Mm. There's no consistency at all. That's for sure. That's in for sure. what he wants to achieve. From we want to, we wanted to have some. He said it very clear. Marseille, he understands the values. Now he understands the values of the city, what the fans want, and he wants to deliver football that the fans can enjoy. To now, like we want to win trophy, we want to play boring football. Like what is that? So to me, that's the main disappointment is that in that interview. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think you have a different take on me on on this, but to me, that that to me that's the main conclusion I, I drew from that interview. Yeah, you 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 take me a bit by surprise because last time we talked about it on the group, you um. I read it four times. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were um you were uh, quite uh, first. You were still like yeah, Pablo. You know, I mean Pablo's boat and you know because it, like, it, it, uh, he's saying like he. Made I think he said, gave. Get, and he's going to learn from it. No, and and then and then uh, and then I, I was I was not so sure, and and then you you read it again and you change your mind. But you know, which shows something that we have to talk about is 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 that the the man has a, a certain capacity to to talk to the media mm-hmm. and to a bit like uh, as we say in French, uh, noyer le poisson. You know? yeah, he's a great communicator. He's a great communicator, but the problem is like it's easier to be it's way easier to be a great communicator. Uh, <laughs> when you when you win <laughs> when you yeah. win and when you you know when you globally get uh, you know all the time he was getting the results uh, that was like um, in line with with what he was saying mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people including me I mean we would have a bit of a tendency to drink his word is maybe a yeah. bit of an overstatement but at least. I, you know, I, 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 I honestly uh, admit it. Like I was uh, until until not that long time ago, I was a big defender of of uh, of, of Pablo Longoria. Yeah. Um, and I must say that that of course, to to be fair, to give him some credit, it is not an easy task what he has to do to to go and talk to the press uh, in that moment. While with uh, with all that has happened, with remember that that the the you know the the meeting with the fan with the supporters that goes very very bad is under mm-hmm. two months ago. It's not even two months ago. All the things that have happened in two months is absolutely baloney. In a in your regular 
you know, in your regular league and team, it's it's enough, uh, uh, you know, events to have to till ten years, and in two months we've had all that. Yeah. So, so you know, so uh, you know, it's not an easy task. So of course he's going to, you know, he's going to use some uh, some tricks, and he's going to to try to defend his his um, his results. He has to defend his players. Yeah. He cannot, you know, his cannot, signings. He has to defend his signings. He has to. He, he must still get back. Uh, for example, he he has a long speech about Vitinha. Yeah. And of course, you know what we expect. He's not gonna say uh, no, no. I'm totally disappointed. Uh, he was. A I crap. made a mistake. Uh, I, I made a mistake, and uh, the guy, the guy, the, the kid is crap, and he's. Uh, you know, I I for example, and I underestimated uh, his head. You know, like this, mm-hmm. his capacity to, to take pressure in OM. Because once more, we see that with so many players, even a guy like Aubameyang or Iliman Ndiaye or etc. The jersey in Marseille weighs is heavier than in so many other clubs. It's a fact. Yeah. The, 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 the jersey in Marseille is heavier than in any other club who are not top 10 or top 20 in the world. Yeah. We are one of the only clubs like that, like with such a heavy jersey compared to eh, not very good players, you know. And um, you know, so so the head, the the, the the capacity to to carry this heavy jersey is a huge part of that. And once once again, uh, maybe even Pablo underestimated that. Uh, it, yeah, yeah I agree. In my opinion, sorry, I will finish and then I will let you uh, talk. It's just one thing I want to add to all that is, in my opinion, also I think I, I think also he started to be too long as a president in the club. He got tired. Like or or, um, or or coaches or main coaches have been all leaving after one season, and Tudor said, you know, one season in OM, it's more, it's like two somewhere else. And Pablo, as a president, has had a huge amount of work, especially in the beginning when he was doing everything on his on his own. Mm-hmm. I think he got very close to burnout. Maybe he's in burnout in in in, in different ways. And um, I really think that. Uh, that no, he stayed. He stayed only because of uh, of Macourt. Because maybe Macourt wants to sell the club or not. And you know, as he said in the interview, he says like the human being between the lines. You can read. He says a bit like the human being Pablo Longoria would probably have left on that day. Yeah. You know, with Marseille, you know. But the the president of of OM stayed because uh, the the job yeah, is bigger than me. Yeah. But behind all that, there is this. Little man, sorry, by uh, he's not very big in size, but you know this very hardworking and brave man, and uh, uh, you know driven man, and etc. Uh, but who's what was a young man, and who maybe got you know clearly got carried away, and maybe burned out, and maybe some things we don't know about, and you know I don't know. That, that's why he kept, <laughs> he, kept it. It, he kept it very secret, and he doesn't want to detail and throw Jamin because I guess he got the interview. It doesn't push him too much, but. Is mm. is saying like um, something around those lines like I understood few things and I've changed the way I was functioning. So I'm going to say it in French. I'm going to try to translate in English as I'm reading it. So he said like c'est vrai que j'ai compris beaucoup de choses que j'ai cherché à ignorer. C'est pour ça que mes modalités de fonctionnement, peut-être que quelques personnes l'ont remonté, ont un peu changé du point de vue de l'attitude. So um, wow, that's hard to translate. Hein, to be fair. Yeah, so like that. it's true that I understood that I, I finally got a lot of things that I've kept behind uh, under the carpet that I refuse to address. 
now I finally mm-hmm. got them. This is why I've changed the way of working, my way of working, my way of functioning. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few people in the staff will have picked that up that I'm a different person. I'm, a, I'm functioning differently. And potentially my attitude is approached to the, to the, to the role has changed as well. Mm. And then it's said lots like, of things between the lines. Lots exactly. Of and he said it's very mm. clear. Don't ask me question about it. Mm. Um, he said he's taking, try to take distance uh, from the event. He doesn't want to talk about it again. Um, and he's, he's colder. He's more analytic, analytical, analytic, um, yeah, than cool, he yeah. used, analytical than he used to be. Um, so, so yeah. And so we got rid of Aero because Aero wanted to be that person and we lacked Longara because it was all about football and mm-hmm. he was bringing that passion as, I, as we say. Yeah. And now we, and now we got an, a Spanish version of Aero who may know football better than Aero, but it's cold again. We don't want that the same way we don't want like a team being solid to win title. I don't know about you, but I'm mm. more the guys who have enjoyed Bielsa season because the philosophy, the values of the club were, were mm. represented on the pitch. I mm. don't care about winning a trophy. I mean, I do care. But <laughs> I prefer... I don't on- care. I mean, I do. <laughs> I, I do prefer enjoying, like, I'm not enjoying watching Marseille at the moment. No, 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 no. It's it's a purge I, at the moment. It's, I've enjoyed uh, the last two years, and that's why the, the stadium is full at every game because we have enjoyed the last two years when we have not won any trophy, but the football we could see was enjoyable. Mm. So now you change that just to win a bloody trophy. I'm sorry, the trophy is the emotion that you get from the fans. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, that's it, my take. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but you know, even that, I'm not convinced exactly. Even that, I'm not. Um, or you don't um, think he has changed, or you don't think? No, no, no. I think he has changed, but I think the the clearly, and especially if he's saying him, if 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 he's saying it himself, it's uh, you know it must be true in the, in that sense because it's not a you know why would he say it otherwise you know mm. um and uh, it's also like you know let's go a bit like to kitchen psychology <laughs> apparently I enjoy it but uh, mm-hmm. like you can see that the that Pablo is somehow a complex character you know like 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 lots of humans and i think he has there's lots of sides in him also so yeah so he's um you know there is still the little uh, el nino de la play as they would call <laughs> him or the or the football manager uh geek you know and there's still a small part of him that's that and there clearly clearly has been the man who's been enjoying maybe a bit too much uh doing transfers and doing very active transfers and changing uh, 10 or sometimes more players per season and doing the same with the with the with the coach and i think maybe he got a bit carried away by all that like in my opinion it's just that it was almost short of a miracle that that the the transition from from Sao Paulo yeah. to Tudor to then Marcelino, well, at least Sao Paulo to Tudor, worked that well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that before we had uh, Villas Boas, and it was again something a bit different. Um, and maybe if I, okay, I did it once, I will do it again. I can yeah. do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I will see with Marcelino one once, and on top of that, let's add that we are kind of sure that Marcelino was not his top choice 
you know, we know yeah, during the summer, choice. yeah, second or third choice, apparently. There was even uh, one more choice that pe people said, we don't know who it is. It's like the mysterious coach that <laughs> we don't know his identity, but there was someone also there uh, in between El uh, local. Gallardo and, uh, <laughs> and that. Sorry? El local. Yeah, could be El local, could be... <laughs> Could be I don't know who could be the mysterious the mysterious gaffer. Yeah. Anyway, like like so you know oh, that also I did something like this 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 whole phase and and then when he said in the interview that yeah like I think it's important to work to 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 work with your coach to do to build a team with the coach to adapt the group to adapt, to adapt the, group the group to, to, the coach. to a coach I'm just like yes that makes sense but don't change your philosophy go from a two door. Yeah. To exactly. someone in the same, or if Tudor doesn't want doesn't want to stay because he's burnt out, stick to someone with the same approach. I mean, Monaco got Hoot, um, Adolf Futter, yeah, which yeah, yeah. playing the same football than <clears throat> Tudor. Just uh, replace the man by another man with the same philosophy. Don't change your it, players. Exactly. I, I mean, well, don't change the players. At least not that many. Yeah. Probably, but it's 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 that, and it's especially that at the moment, this sort of like high press high tempo runs etc is the physicality big, physicality it's the big word in 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 current football even nowadays um we know it my small team at hoiko for the first time we are getting a new coach from spain actually uh and he's talking about that like we he said we're not gonna get the best players but we're gonna run hard and yeah. that's how we're gonna try to dominate the finnish league and that's how we're gonna try to exist in europe so you know at every level at the moment These are the big words. So, so it means that all this younger generation of coaches. And Longoria said this it. guy is young. Yeah, you know. Longoria said it as well, because you know he yeah, was yeah. saying like if we want to yeah. sell to Premier League, we need to get physicality. We need yeah. to get this kind of a players. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you getting Marcelino? Yeah, he could have gotten, and he could have gotten a, a, someone you know, a bit less loony maybe than than or extreme than Tudor. Also in the in the in the game department, but still like globally with the same philosophy. Uh, and then adapt the team a bit less, like, you know, change, you know, probably they, they needed to be a new cycle, uh, but not, you know, maybe, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, but to me, like, the philosophy of the club should be the philosophy of the manager and should be the philosophy of the player. They sh everything should be fully aligned from the president to, you know, um, I've seen, like, to, to yeah. even... Even the guy sending the balls, uh, the balls back to the player, you know, the, the young guy. I don't know if you saw Leverkusen two weeks ago. They're playing a low block mm -hmm. team in Germany, and, and Alonso, uh, Xabi Alonso, is really about high pressing everything. So instead of having just six to eight balls all around the pitch, Alonso put lit, uh, Xabi Alonso literally put like 20 balls every five, 10 meters. There's no mm -hmm. rule around that. So if you want to play that high pressing tempo, instead of just losing 30 seconds to get the ball back, Well, you do like you do like a training. The ball is constantly being back, bounced back. Why we don't do that? You know, you need to be fully aligned from the top to the every little guy in the staff. You know, mm. so yeah, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, it's a manager that your point is going to dictate the philosophy of the club, the philosophy of the manager. Um, yeah. To me, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and and you know, and also like that's also one of the, of the weakness in his interview is that mm -hmm. he's he's saying all that like how oh, it's important to adapt, etc. And then you say, well, yeah, man, but here we are. Like, uh, Marcelino left after one month. And then you take Gattuso, as I think, 
as I said, when Gattuso was named, I was a bit worried that Gattuso was, uh, was you know, a choice also a bit like a fireman, you know, like a, and yeah. a, a strong man, strong leader, a bit to to try to calm down the the most um, furious uh, of her supporters, maybe in a way, you know, <laughs> the most, in a way, a bit like, uh, but, you know, if the results don't follow, uh, you can, you, you know, yeah. You can name uh, everyone. Uh, so, you know, in the end, it, I don't think I can blame, probably we can't blame Longoria for the fact that Marcelino left and the way it happened. It's that's, But even that is a bit blurry. Even that starts to sound a bit like somehow Pablo was still a bit worried, a bit thinking, okay, yeah, Marcelo, Marcelino didn't lose yet in the league, but still it might be a bit that he was a bit worried like, is it really going to make the cut? Is it really going to work out? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, did he panic? Did he... It's, you know, it's difficult. And in such a difficult environment, then Marseille, I cannot blame Longoria for everything, you know, because you don't control events. You you, you cannot control everything in life, even if you're president of a, of a football club or a country hey by the way conspirationist that's for you <laughs> <laughs> you can't control everything yeah no anyway joke aside like you know e- even in this case like you cannot control everything and especially not in marseille so it's a bit too easy to blame everything on him but still you know it's uh we are you know it's a pickle we are in a very difficult situation uh, um, i think yeah, yeah my take on that is like when you read it quickly just like okay it's good he has learned from his mistake he's calling he's, he made a mistake he's putting his hands up i made a mistake good but like the more you read and maybe he's gonna learn everyone has a right to make mistake everyone has a right mm-hmm. to improve but the more i read about it i'm just like well that's great he made a mistake he's a great communicant but now you what you do read between the line is like he lost it he yeah. literally yeah. lost it yeah yeah absolutely. and and, and marseille's washes managers washes players he also washes president i think like you said the guys maybe burn out he mm. doesn't know where the north he doesn't know where the south he doesn't know which values is standing and this, this interview uh, yeah, actually right. is is worrying which is like oh, it's cool because he's he's calling the mis- he made mistake he's trying to calm everything down he's showing like support to his group of players and to his manager he's talking about McCourt. he's talking about potential but like the more you reach like actually just fucked up and yeah, we, yeah, are, we partly, are we are lost uh, we're just lost partly. everyone is lost here now yeah. from the manager yeah. to the players everyone is lost yeah so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know how, are you going to transition to the prospect for the season or whatever but uh well you know yeah yeah no i don't know like almost it's a bit scary. I, I, I don't know actually how long we've been already uh, recording but um an hour but um an hour already okay yeah um i don't know we we can almost try to 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 wrap up in the sense of um quite briefly like what do we what do we take from there i mean you know there's going to be over a podcast anyway so we will have more opportunities to talk about the future but um maybe let's say maybe first in the short term like what do we what do we expect may, maybe at least uh, at least uh, before the the end of of this year of, of this calendar year and and maybe a bit of a prospect for the for the mercato like in the winter what can we try to fix yeah partly uh, little things little things um yeah we can try i mean i've already marked down this season 
I just hope it's not going to be like a shit season where we're fighting for relegation. I'm hoping we're going to stay around what the probability are telling us between fifth and seventh to eighth position. That at least fight for Europe, like at least, at least. Uh, he's mentioning like potential recruits to recruit potentially left back and a winger because uh, Gattuso play with a lot of the wings with wingers and we don't have anyone apart from Sar and he doesn't want to push Arit on the left. Um, mm. And I clearly is not a winger, he's someone who should play in the middle. And Gattuso doesn't trust uh, Soglu. Uh, Marcino was happy with him, but Gattuso doesn't trust him, so it means we don't have a backup for Lodi if uh, Lodi gets injured. So it looks like yeah. a bit of business over the winter, but that's not, go- I mean, that's not going to fix the whole season. Um, I'm just really no, hoping no. that somehow Gattuso is a good, uh, maybe he's not a good tactical manager, but maybe he's good at keeping the group together. And I think this group has good enough players if it gets a heads up, Kondok Bia is playing well, and Mbemba is going to do well. We're going to win at Montpellier. We're going to win at home against Rennes. We're going to be closer to fifth or sixth. We have something to play, Europe. And this season could not could be like the season we have with Garcia. I think also and win the Coupe de France. Well, yeah, something I don't <laughs> believe in that. But if we do like, you know, like when Garcia came, like finishing fifth or sixth, uh, not too far from the top, bit disappointing obviously but not a scary season uh, and you transition to a new president a new sporting director whatever mm, um, maybe new I, owners who knows there is, well i'm not going to go there that is far. Thoughts I, to the background, we're not you. gonna have you know we're gonna we're not gonna tackle this issue right now <laughs> after um, an hour of pod no. that would be the, that would be the best thing that could happen um to me um Mm. From that season, that's pessimistic. Like you are fighting for relegation to the end, uh, and you know in Marseille when you are fighting for relegation, it's difficult because you got the fans against you. Ah, uh, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So that's my take. I don't know about you. Why you expect? Yeah. To no. Oh, well, you know, globally, like like the it's the same. The sort of realistic, optimistic version is that like at least try to be always playing for something like fighting for the. Fighting for Europe, yeah. even if we don't catch easily catch 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 back into the um, top six and you know get there, but still always be close to to play for it and and hopefully at least get Europe. Uh, still dreaming of uh, of fourth spot, um, but not you know it's a dream. Yeah. And you know like I don't I don't see us winning a Europa League. <laughs> Uh, but try to try to try to perform well there. Already qualify. Try to perform well there. It's, and it's the same. Try to dream in the in the cups, like in a, in Europa League and in Coupe de France. Try to carry us as far as we can in those also. And um, you know, try to save some. Try to save what can be saved, basically. Yeah. And uh, and let's not yeah let's not talk about new owners and this or that because there's been talks in the background. Even the press has been mentioning something so i don't know what they have do they have anything more consistent than uh, all the years before but anyway um what do you think is it time do you still have things to say or is it time to to say goodbye no, for we, we can wrap up uh, all right all right um i'm just saying looks like benassa is not yet happening he's going to be you he's going to be a sporting director yeah with a with a with a, on a contract it's strange oh. It's and that's also something that's also something we we, we, we say mean? about about Longoria is he lost it etc and now he's lonely 
Yeah, we lost. He's a Spurs lonely team. man. He's been. He's he he lost. He lost. Frio left. Um, what was the name of the Jean Louis Jean? Yeah, and then the 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 other uh, the other Spanish man or football director. Uh, Ribalta. Um, Ribalta. Ribalta left, and etc. That's also strange. We thought Benatia would come, but Benatia is an agent. So is it because of some problems like that, like you know? paperwork and etc or, or or bigger questions that is not arriving or is he arriving is Benassia arriving with the new with the potential new owners he needs um, to come now I mean if he, if you have winter to, to prepare he needs to, to come now especially we don't have a scouting team at the moment they're all left to Lyon yeah so he's gonna he's once again gonna longer is gonna do the players that but apparently wants. we were not listening to them anyway excuse me I interrupted you apparently we were not listening to the scooting team anyway so yeah but you need to do a profiling of those players somehow of course I mean, of course it's it yeah. went back to where we were a few years ago we in yeah in some ways in, in some just ways, few months yeah. so mm. So yeah. yeah, sorry not to fish on a positive note, but uh, no, well, well, you know, to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel at the moment, I have to say. Yeah, 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 and and also because the in the rest of the world the over news are very also usually very depressing, so the whole <laughs> the whole thing doesn't help, you know, like to be like bright and optimistic, I guess. And for me, it's middle of November in Finland, and for everyone who has never tried that, I can tell you, everybody. It's a good mental test. Mm, yeah, Come to Finland in November and test if you're really strong-minded person or not. <laughs> anyway, or you need to be alcoholic. Yeah, or, or alcoholic. That's your option. And you can be both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on this <laughs> on this lighter note, uh, let's finish. Uh, thank you very much, Charles, for um, for uh, joining. Thanks for guiding us. You've yes. Been great thank you, everyone, uh, for, uh, for for listening. I hope you enjoyed this show. And uh, bye-bye and à l'éloïme.